You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating! Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the one, the only, the classic Rabbit Red podcast. I'm Simone. I'm Riley, and we're finally back. We're alive. <laughs> it really hasn't even been. I, I mean, what has it been? Like three weeks? Three weeks, I think. Uh, I think the last episode was March 17th. So, I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. But has it been a while? You know, I've gone on like 10 month hiatuses. So, this is not bad. <laughs> this is not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's not too long, but, you know, had to get over stuff. Um, our, our original reason for the break was that I got vertigo for a week. Yeah, how does uh, one even get vertigo? Well, um, it turns out that I had uh, allergies, apparently, and I had a lot of fluid on my right ear. So it fucked up the crystals in my ear, uh, whatever that is. And... Uh, yeah, everything spun counterclockwise uh, for me for a week, and uh, I got put on these pills and antihistamines and gravel and. Uh, so, was it exactly like the movie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that movie, but no. Really? Oh man! I own it. I have it. I have it on four K. I just haven't seen it. Um, Good movie. I got when I was at the hospital. Um, I was talking to the the like intake nurse and started like vomiting, like dry heaving as I was talking to her. Uh, right there in the the lobby, and nice. they gave me they gave me a shot of gravel uh, in my arm. That shit hurt, <laughs> like not the needle, but the gravel itself, like going into your arm, man. Yeah, yeah, it fucking hurts. Um. Yeah, no, it was fucked up that day. I, I was perfectly fine. Went and got coffee, went to get my creamer, and the whole fucking room started spinning. I sat down. Jesus. I sat down. I was like, oh, shit. And then I have motion sickness, so I was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. And then it went away. I was like, oh, maybe I'm okay. Uh, went downstairs to watch the new Children of the Corn uh, movie. And uh, it came back, and I was it was bad. I vomited, and it was just like I ran upstairs, like falling because the fucking room is spinning. Uh, and I was like, "Well, shit!" And I started sweating real bad, uh, which that scared me a little bit because I was like, "Oh shit!" Because I mean, it's something with my heart. And uh, yeah, no, it was just vertigo, and went to the hospital, spent the day there was like, oh, thank God this shit's free. Like, I really was thinking that because I was like, I am so broke. That's why I, that's why I was like, uh, Emma, I need you to take me to the hospital. Like, I don't want to call in the ambulance because one, I don't think I need one. And two, I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. Um. So then I was up there and finally got home and was fine. Uh, but then the next day. Sunday, I I did not open my eyes once on Sunday. Uh, didn't eat anything. 
Monday, I would like peek out and just see if the room was still spinning. If it was, I just shut my eyes and yeah, I was in bed for a week and uh, I'm back up and around now, but I still can't move too fast. I went to the physiotherapist yesterday. Yeah. And uh, he's like, okay, we're just going to do some tests. Uh, one, I want you to do the, the toe the toe test, like uh, like when the cops pull you over, you walk toe to toe, you know, one foot in front of the other. Yeah. I was wobbly as shit doing that. He's like, okay, come back over here. Stand in place and stomp your feet. So I was like, okay, stomp, stomp, stomp. He's like, close your eyes and do it. I did that. And when I opened them, I was turned all the way around the other way. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing over here? So that he's like, yeah, your balance is completely off, and your right side is just like not good. I was like, oh, okay. So like <laughs> he uh, he gave me some exercises to do at home, so I'm doing that, and got to go back, which I'm not looking forward to because physio is expensive. And uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at. I so I just can't move too fast or turn my head too fast or anything right now. Very yeah. slow moving, but I'm up and around and yeah, I can drive and everything again. So well, that's good. I mean, it's a, it's a start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that uh, fucking vertigo for a week is, uh, that's awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it sounded terrible. Yeah. Glad it wasn't there. <laughs> Glad it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I don't have a, any very exciting stories. Uh, my time off uh, dinner. That. Um, I uh, yeah, wife's still pregnant, so that's good news. Um, half baked now, halfway there. Ooh. Fuck. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> can, we just, can we just push it off for like another nine months? It does. It's like it'll it'll land. So due date September second, so be nice. right after TCM drops. I'm like, oof, crazy Jeez. time. Then I have some crazy stuff happening right at that time with work as well. So it's it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be busy, exciting. Busy. Um, I, I've been spending a lot of time with uh, all the fall camp blood stuff. So as we not just the Blu-rays, like the Blu-rays are one thing. All those came in, and we intentionally ordered them in a way where they wouldn't be packaged because we knew we were gonna sign them all. But they didn't read the order correctly, and they packaged them anyway for, oh. for free. I mean, that usually that'd be like you know ten to fifteen cents a unit extra. So thanks for doing that for free. But then I had to you know take all the slip covers out. You know, we had three hundred and fifty of them we had to sign. Oh, so we had to take all those out and gonna have to put them back in. Uh, not looking forward to it. Isn't it? Yeah, no. sounds tedious. Yeah, I would say if you ordered an unsigned Blu-ray within the United States, uh, you'll have it in like two days because I, I'm, I'm fulfilling all those like right away. But the, uh, everyone else got to wait. Uh, Brent will be here this weekend to sign all his shit. I kind of feel bad for him because we have like 600 items for him to sign. Oh. <laughs> but I, I've signed like over 2,000 items. So, wow. you know what? I don't feel bad for anybody. Fuck all you yeah, Brent's the only one that's going to be even close to signing as much as I have. So, wow, signing's not even that bad. It's the, it's the unpacking and packing things, and uh, honestly, my left hand gets more sore moving the items out of the way after I sign them than my right hand does signing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 
We've got a good system going over here, but um, happy to report that all the Blu-rays came in uh, and, and they worked. I mean, I tested a shit ton of them and they all worked. So nice. that's good, especially because like literally right before we started this episode, uh, Peter Anthony, director of Roseblood, was called me. I was like, yeah, none of the, none of the Roseblood proofs work. <laughs> so I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> I didn't have any issues with Fall Camp Blood, thank God. So, Well, that's good. I mean, you know, it sucks for him, but you know, it's good that all your shit works. Yeah, hopefully it's easy fixes over there. Hopefully it's on the side of the printer and not us, so we can get it fixed easily. Hmm. <sighs> well, uh, that's really, that's that's it. That's all I've done. Yeah, I, I haven't done much. Like I said, I wa- I did watch the new Children of the Corn movie. Yeah, trash? Yeah. I, I'm mean, not even gonna, I don't even want to waste my time. It's not the worst thing you've ever seen, and there probably are worse sequels in that franchise, but it it's kind of like speeds. It felt like it sped through the whole thing, and it it yeah, uh, it doesn't really give you a ton of character. It's like let's just get to it, yeah. And then when we get to it, I don't know, big CGI corn monster. That's kind of what happens with this movie. <laughs> not a yeah. CGI corn monster, but there's like, <laughs> hey, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, today we're talking about uh, Leatherface, uh, the uh, TCM prequel. Not TCM Leatherface, Leatherface TCM, I think. Yeah. The uh, prequel, what? huh? Wait, are you saying, are you saying, like, a Leatherface, like, fixing some Asker 3? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're both Leatherface. Yeah. Uh, TCM 3 is far better. <laughs> than this one uh yeah i think so a lot of people don't even like that movie i think the third one is actually does not get enough credit i think that's the one that is slept on the most in the franchise tcm3 is underrated i don't care what anybody says that scene i'm telling you that scene where they're they're like parked in the middle of the field and you just hear the creaking knee brace getting closer and closer i think that scene's great yeah the other face is good in that one he looks gnarly sir kane hotter yeah and ken foray's in that one isn't he yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this one, Leatherface TCM is twenty seventeen. Yeah, is a prequel to the original film that is supposed to show us how Leatherface came to be. Yeah, and it also exists within the same timeline as TCM three D. It does. So it's this movie, the original, and TCM three D. They existed in the same timeline. That's why you'll hear the names uh, Drayton Sawyer and Nubbin Sawyer and Verna Sawyer. And um, that's why all those characters are one in the movie and named that. That's why their character names are the same. Yep. No Chop Top because they they don't it doesn't go with TCM 2. Yeah. TCM 2, 3, Next Generation. None, that does not exist in this. It's uh, not like it makes a fucking difference, but whatever. No. <laughs> um, and the movie... You know, it's a road trip from hell kind of movie uh, because you get a cast of characters from the mental institution and they kidnap a nurse and they just go on a bloody little road trip to they're trying to get to Mexico. Yeah, I guess Um, there's one character, Jackson. Yep. Who is not all he's not really a bad guy. He's kind of trying to protect the nurse and he cares a lot about this other character, this big, big guy, kind of slow bud. 
Yeah. And the other characters are... I can't find them, but... <laughs> who are the two that are... The two bad characters who are well, crazy. Uh, okay, so the nurse is Lizzie. Yeah, Lizzie's the nurse. There's Clarice. Clarice. Think, and then Ike. Ike, yeah. Oh, shit. She's used uh, to die. Knocking thing. <laughs> Not, knocking and Vertigo thing. is still kicking in. Uh. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, Ike and Clarice are basically your psychos for the movie. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of it. They they go on a bloody road trip. They don't tell you because at the beginning of the movie, um, the uh, oh my god, I just had her on here, Mama Sawyer, basically yeah, Verna, Verna Sawyer, um, has her kids. I he says he's taken all the kids, but I get he just takes one, like he just takes Jackson. Um, oh yeah, Hartman. Yeah, yeah. And because they killed his daughter. Yeah. Um, he can't really prove it, I guess. But um, because there's the movie starts off with them all at the table, and then they try to get Jackson to kill this trespasser or whatever with a chainsaw, but he won't do it. Because you know he, I don't know. Because he's a good guy. I, yeah, I mean. Yeah. So, it, okay. Um, the alternate opening to this is um, Jackson is outside, sees Grandpa in like the pig sty with the uh, pig pen. He leaves with the chainsaws there, and Jackson goes up and like touches the chainsaw and, uh, you know, has a moment. Well, that would have made more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. But after it, that, honestly, th- this movie loses me within sixty seconds of the opening, and that's including production titles. Okay, like yeah. it, it loses me so fast because, first of all, they're trying to they're trying to be, uh, you know, lead up to the original, so yeah. the characters should reflect that. This movie, as a whole, is just too clean. It's too fucking clean. It's shot really well and it looks good, but it, it doesn't have any grit. And the yeah. characters that you're leading up to, the you know, the cook that we know, the hitchhiker that we know, the leatherface that we know, all bullshit in this movie, bro. They're all well spoken, handsome, well built, good looking people. Even fucking Verna. I mean, it, like they're all just they see they feel normal. They feel like normal fucking people. And then there's some weird things that happen here and there. But like, dude, the cook, you're telling me that in 20 years time, the cook is going to go from this guy to the cook we know in the original. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go from being young and athletic to old and skinny. And yeah. yeah. And then we, like, you know, this movie ends in 1965. OK, so we're right there. You know, it's eight years. He's got to completely degrade himself and become an old man. Yeah. Um, Dymo Alexiv. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but yeah, he pays Drayton and yeah, no, he doesn't look like the cook at all. Also, he's, he doesn't have any qualms with killing in this one. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, ah, it's fucking good. He's actually the worst of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, of the, of the younger Sawyers. Um, and yeah, they're called Sawyers in this one, not Slaughter's. 
Yeah. Um, even though this is a prequel. Um, and yeah, they, like, okay, so they don't tell you who's going to be Leatherface. Throughout the movie, up to a certain point, they want you to think it's Bud because, like, they make him... They make him Leatherface without being Leatherface, but he doesn't speak really. Yeah, he's, he's he, slow. He, yeah, he's big, he's slow, and he's violent. Yeah, and, he, and he's violent out of impulse. It's not out of like he wants to just kill people, but he just defends. He's defending. Yeah. And that, that's where like Jackson comes into play because he's friends with Jackson, so he goes out of his way to defend him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's got all the traits of the Leatherface we know and love. And But no. <laughs> no. <laughs> But and and then there's a point where Bud is trying to protect Jackson. He goes after a cop, and yep. he dies. Yep, and you're like Shot right in the head. <laughs> yep, and you're like, oh, what? Hey, so wait, you're telling me the pretty boy <laughs> is Leatherface? And they're like, and, oh, and, don't and, worry, and, we're gonna fix that. He won't be pretty anymore. Well, problem is, he still is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, he, well, even when like okay, so I, first of all, the the way she sews him up and he recovers so well is unbelievable. But whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, when, once he's sewn up, yeah, he's just he's got some scars. But dude, he's still a good looking dude. Like it, it's, it wasn't just that for me. Like okay, I can get past it. We don't really know what Leatherface looks like. I mean, kinda, um, but we really don't know what he looks like in the original. Um, but this dude is so well spoken. And like comfortable, and I guess the only thing that made him break was Bud dying, and I just I don't know I'm sh- I'm, sh- I'm struggling to buy into that. It's like this dude was well spoken, comfortable, a nice guy, and this was the moment. That's what threw him over. It's like okay, all right, and now he's gonna be the rest of his life. He's not gonna be able to say a word. He's just gonna grunt and be bullied by his family, and that's just not the guy he was in this movie. And it, like it doesn't make any sense because. He even adopts the whole putting makeup on and lipstick at the end. Yeah. Which, Where the fuck was that the whole movie? You know? Which, have you seen the alternate ending? No. Oh, it's it's a I don't know why they didn't go with it. It's fucked. Um so the alternate ending is you get that scene still with him putting the lipstick on. Mm-hmm. But you see where he got the face. He goes over, she's alive, the nurse, but from her ear across her nose from the other down to her throat is skinned off oh and she's still alive and she's just like hanging there and he's like he like in in the bottom part of his uh well the bottom part's her and then the top part above the nose is the sheriff's face and that's, oh yeah that was his mask and like he goes over to her and she's like hanging there with her face and throat skin missing her lips and everything and he just goes over to her and he's like, you know, being close to her and like sniffing her almost. And then it just comes up behind her and you see the saw come bet- go up between her legs and it, yeah. then it cuts. I'm like, man, you should have left that scene of her in. That was really fucked up. <laughs> Instead, the ending is that he puts a lipstick on and he breaks the mirror and done. But yeah. It's like, it's an instant switch. And then he even starts trying to walk like Leatherface. Like he picks up the chainsaw and he kind of like hunches and he lumbers. It's like, yeah, you're way too skinny and way too small to try and make yourself look like Gunnar Henson's Leatherface. Yeah. 
Yeah, he he tries though. And dude, another thing I hate. Like, listen, big big doesn't always mean scary. And that chainsaw is not fucking scary, dude. Like, stop using those big, luggy, dumb-looking chainsaws. Like, just use the original Poulan, all right? Yeah, because, like, think about it. That chainsaw, the bigger it gets, the heavier it is. And you want him to run with it. Like, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't understand the decision on whoever makes a call on that. Prop master. I don't know. I. It, it just. It looks stupid to me. Every time I see it on screen, I'm like, "Wow, that is ridiculous looking." Why do you need a giant like oak tree splitter to fucking <laughs> cut up people and move with? It's ridiculous. It's. It's not even close to the original chainsaw. So it's like Jesus. So this movie. Uh, I was thinking about this. It kind of copies Devil's Rejects plot a little bit. It's it's Devil's Rejects, and it's literally, to me, it's like a crazier version of Bonnie and Clyde. Like, I was getting Bonnie and Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde vibes the whole time. It felt like a Western, you know, uh, like a cop chase type of movie, and it's so far away from the Texas of Massacre. I yeah, it killed. It, I, I was getting like Strangers, Bonnie and Clyde, and I could definitely see the Devil's Rejects as well. Yeah, because what is it? It's a sheriff chasing after a bunch of killers who killed a family member of his. That's Devil's Rejects. That's the exact plot. Yeah. You switch a brother out for a daughter in this one. It's the same goddamn movie. Only yeah. not nowhere near as good as the Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Like I said, the movie itself, as a movie, it's not that bad. Like, it's okay. Um but as a Texas Massacre movie, especially one that is meant to be a prequel to the original, it's horrific. Like it's it's so far off the mark of what the original is. It's clean. It's polished. The characters are not even close to what how they act in the original. The only one that's even close, honestly, is a hitchhiker, even though he barely does anything the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, Drayton's taken over the whole time. Um, but yeah, the guy playing Nubbins, he did a decent job. I, I was like, okay, I could see that one. But other than that, you know, Jedediah, Leatherface, not even fucking close. Uh, the cook, not even fucking close. Yeah. It's Grandpa doesn't do a lot. He's kind of there, but yeah, Grandpa, <laughs> Grandpa's like 145 years old in the original. Um, <laughs> but he looks great. Uh, I guess what year would that have been? It'd have been 1955 when we see him. No, wait. Yeah, I guess 1955. When we see him and uh, do the killing at the opening scene in the birthday party, I think so. Yeah. Well, he really fucking fell apart in that like fifteen, <laughs> eighteen did. years. It's a long time. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, he's probably like seventy years oldish in the opening scene. I mean, yeah, he'd be in his almost ninety. So I get it. But dude, he is like literally. You could confuse him for a fucking rotting corpse in the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, in the original. That's like the only thing. That's weird that he's, you know, alive that old. But um, Verna Sawyer looks fucking good. She doesn't age. She looks the same in the opening as she does later on. Yeah, they didn't even try. <laughs> they didn't even try with her. And she's apparently like remarried and she's got money now. And she's trying to get Jackson out of the mental asylum where he's been for. I don't know, 20 years. It, uh, only 10 only 10 10 years okay yeah they go it's yeah it's from 55 to 65 right okay so 10 years where he's fine he's yeah. a normal dude he's you know he's locked up but he's he's nice he's fine 
But, you know, he goes on to become the leather face that we know that can't speak, mumbles, kills people, and switches between three different personalities because, you know, reasons. And, and really, what's the reason for him not speaking anymore? I, I get So is it just because of the injury? I think so, but I feel like Leatherface in the original doesn't have an injury to his face. Right. You see, see his face. It doesn't, you don't see his face, but you can see his mouth. Well, even if he, so even scars. if he, even if he does actually have the injury, you know, he, he, he's, he's good now. He recovered. I, like, he, yeah. He's going to have some scars, but there's no reason he shouldn't be able to talk. Yeah. It, it always, uh, it was always a mental disorder related thing. It was not a physical injury. So yeah, uh, I, I guess they're kind of going hand in hand. Bud broke him, man. Bud's death broke him, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, the injury, by the way, is being that a bullet rips through the back window and tears his face basically in half. His jaw. Very, very, very unrealistically, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make it. So it, it would be one thing if the bullet took out one cheek, right? If yeah. it came down and it hit you right behind the jaw, then it, it went through your cheek, like it continued down the side of your face. That makes sense to me. But then he turns his head and you see both cheeks are completely ripped down. Yeah. It's like, how the fuck did that? What do you get shot with the bear at 50 cow? What what possibly yeah. did that to him? What was it? The 60s? So it would have been. It was just a revolver. It was, revolver. I, I don't know, was it like a 357, maybe? I don't even know. I, I wouldn't pay attention that closely. But but yeah, it was just like a cop gun back then, like a revolver from a distance through a windshield. I feel like, yeah, it should have messed up one side of the cheek. I don't even know if it would have messed it up that bad. Like, dude, he looks It'd like be, he got mauled by a grizzly bear. <laughs> Yeah, the it, the way it hit for it to go through both cheeks, it should just be a hole. It, it should just be a bullet wound just went straight through and not actually ripped his entire mouth open like the Joker. Like, it's just yeah, it goes, it's very over the top. It goes super accurate. And from that point on, he's just done. By the way, he, hell of a shot, by the way. not It's one thing for him to hit that shot once, but then he does it again and he shoots Lizzie. It's like, Jesus Christ, it's a hell of a shot. Yeah, Steven Dorf, he's good. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, I, the, I don't mind, like you said, I actually don't, if I watch this movie and don't think of it as a TCM, when they're on the road, like they're on their road trip, I don't mind it. I'm like, eh, this is it's decent, I can watch it, it's fine, but it's, once it goes back to TCM, it's like, nah, this ain't working, this ain't fit, like, that guy's leather face yeah it doesn't none of yeah like you said none of the characters work and i assume verna sawyer is supposed to be the old woman corpse we see in the original uh upstairs yeah yeah grandma yeah yeah um well i i well probably not right well i don't know because the the if you ask toby hooper he would say uh that that's grandma but verna's not grandma all oh, right she's not so she's mom. yeah so i i don't that's I, who knows thing. where the fuck she is we just made her up I don't yeah. that's the other thing in the original i can buy a hundred percent that their house you know the way it looks in the original that Leatherface and the and the cook and like especially the hitchhiker would decorate their house with bones and human remains and shit. I don't get that from these people in this one. 
Like you get yeah. one room. They they reveal it near the end. There's a room that's all done up with bones and shit. Which uh, is the ones. only time that this yeah. entire movie that I'm like, hey, that actually kind of feels like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nice. Yeah. And it's like, but I don't buy that Verna would do that in her house, you know, or yeah. that these these versions of those characters would do that. Yeah, it's like I said, it, it, they're all they all look good. They're all well-spoken. They seem like educated. It just, it doesn't fit the grit and like out in the middle of nowhere, creepy ass Texas. It's just not that it feels like a normal family kind of. And then you just kind of throw in a bunch of bloody murder in the mix of it. There's a lack of consistency with the way these characters feel. And that actually happens not just for the Sawyer family, but I was thinking the same thing for uh, Ike and uh, Clarice. Mm. I was thinking the same thing for them too, because especially with uh, Clarice, like she goes from kind of being pretty normal, just kind of crazy. What what feels more like a you know a rebel, and then she goes super fucking dark. Like when she's having sex with Ike. Dude. And she's like making out with the dead body that what? they found. Oh. I'm like, what are you doing? That like, <laughs> that scene. What in the fucking hell? Because yeah, they they find a trailer that somebody's in. It's abandoned. They go in. They find a dead body that's been there. It's rotting. Okay, this isn't a fresh dead body. This body's been in the heat. It's been rotting. It's in the shower. And then yeah, later on, her and Ike are fucking. Um, and I, I don't even watch this scene. I saw it when I originally saw this movie. <laughs> Second time. I'm like, no, nope, just nope. call me when it's over. <laughs> she, she's fucking tonguing this thing and then like kissing her like, yeah, dude, what the, like Ike, are you seeing this shit? Look what the fuck is going yeah. on? Yeah. When we like are first getting to know her, we're, it, it feels more like Bonnie and Clyde. It feels like Bonnie. Yeah. Where she's just like, just is excited by the craziness and the killing and the the being chased by cops. And then it's just like, yeah, I'm also going to make out with dead bodies. Uh, it gets me off. It's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think they should have done that. I think that was like, okay, that's like way too far. Way too... I- if you're going to do it, you just got to be consistent with it. And they're not like, they're they're just kind of all over the place. Yeah. And I don't know. And they're also not very good kidnappers. They're like, ah, we're just going to go to sleep and we're not going to tie you up. We're just going to put you there and, uh, you know, honor system. (laughs) Don't, don't don't leave. I don't know why they expect Lizzie just, I guess because they assume Lizzie has a thing for Jackson. I I don't know. (laughs) I guess I I, it's yeah, they're stupid. I can freaking Clarice they even start like having sex when at the asylum before they like during the breakout when everyone's running around, they stop in the hallway to just, <laughs> just start doing stuff while everyone's running around. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I, I, I get I get it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. get I get what they're trying to do with that, but it, even in uh, if you're dumb and crazy and you know you just want to have uh, sex with your partner over there, it does still feel like we should get out first. But you know, whatever, <laughs> get yeah, get yeah. out before you get off. That's usually my rule. <laughs> get out before you get off. <laughs> Watch your drive. <laughs> Watch your drive. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 
I don't know why they didn't have that those two. A, that should be a t-shirt, man. We should make a t-shirt. Get get out before you get off. Yes. <laughs> your t-shirt coming soon. Get out before you get off. Uh, the rabbit in red pocket. Um, yeah, there, there isn't a... There's not a whole lot in this movie that feels TCM and the stuff that it does try to feel like TCM is uh, bad. <laughs> like they, they have, they have a scene near the end, I guess, where they feed the remains of Lizzie and the sheriff to the pigs. Yeah. Is what we're but, supposed well, to be implied. Do, do pigs, if you were just like to push a pig away, I don't think it would try to eat you. Like he's alive. Yeah. The fuck? I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, pigs, yeah, they go crazy for blood. They'll they'll turn into a cannibal for blood, but dude, they're pigs. Not like it's a Rottweiler tearing <laughs> you apart or something, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about how uh, I don't know pigs are going to react like sharks to fish blood. You know, I, I don't. It just felt, it feels weird to me that like, if you're living, I feel like you could just be like, hey, fuck off, pig. Like, oh, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be overhearing my shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like punch it, man. It's a pig. <laughs> What's it going to do? Oink at they, just, they just never really seem all that aggressive, you know? I Well, I guess they, once you put like some slop into a, a pig's, a pig's little cage, like it's going to fuck up that slop, so... Yeah. I don't know. And I guess if they're doing it consistently, if that's all they know, if like they're consistently feeding pigs bodies, I I guess I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I kinda um Jackson's turn reminds me of another TCM movie that's also not very good that's in this time like TCM three D when the, the main chick finds out she's a Sawyer. She like instantly switches to be crazy. She's like, I'm a Sawyer. And she drives a knife into the back uh, cage of the cop car. Right. That's what this reminds me of. It's like you just instantly turn. Yeah. Like, oh, we're good now. So, yeah, he he didn't even because he didn't even want to go home. Jed didn't. No, he didn't. He was like, oh, I got no family. Mexico sounds good to me. Yeah, let's go. I, I mean, I guess he could have just been getting by, but it's it felt genuine. It seemed like he didn't want to be a part of that life. Yeah. And he, like you said, he had no idea who they were, but I guess, like, he's like, oh, family, you guys are my family. I'll, I'll be the crazy guy in the mask if you want me to be. It's like, it, okay, sure. And yeah, like, it's a prequel, so Lizzie has to die. Uh, yeah. I appreciate the decapitation, though. Yeah, uh, the kills in the movie um, aren't that bad. The diner scene's actually pretty good. Uh, when see that's like a real like Bonnie and Clyde type scene when Ike and Lizzie are in the diner and they just start fucking killing everybody. Yeah, yeah, that scene's pretty good. So stupid! <laughs> Fuck God, why they're they're dumb criminals? Yeah. <laughs> like, God, just that the, you you could have kept them off your trail if you would have just found a way to you know pay for your meal and not kill everybody you know yeah they also did leave one guy alive who saw what car they were in leave that wasn't yeah uh, 
Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna kill the whole goddamn restaurant, you might as well finish the job. Yeah, pretty you brutal. Already had him down. True, brutal when he kills that nurse or nurse that waitress. Yeah, the shotgun but dude. She's just like she just closes her eyes and boom. Like, yeah, why God. did? But then they kept the other guy alive. I just fucking so many dumb decisions in this movie. Yeah, I, he was kept alive because they needed we needed a way to keep the cops on their trail. I get it, but. Dude, that bitch did nothing to you. <laughs> she did nothing to you. And you're just like, yep, all right. Her, she has to die. I, I guess because she she was asking them to leave. So I guess it, it's personal now. It's personal. Yeah. yeah. No one asked me to leave. <laughs> I'm offended. Yeah, like they letting that guy live, not tying up Lizzie when she had is sitting in front of the door at the trailer. And yeah. with a guy that's not going to hold her there. And yeah, Bud's out on patrol, but it doesn't take a lot to sneak by old Bud. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's also not that fast. I'm sorry. Bud's well, not going yeah, to That right dude's down. a good 400 pounds. I mean, he's a, yeah. He's a um, yeah. And, you know, she does get caught when she leaves by Ike, who wants to have sex with her. But, you know. Bud fucks him up. Yeah, uh, Bud. What? Why does Bud go out of his way to kill Ike? Is it just because of that exchange? I think because he's he's a prick and he's mean to Jackson. That's all it is, right? Like he's literally just defending Jackson. That's all I it think is. So because Ike has threatened the three of them before, and yeah, it's just because Ike is like the worst guy. Mm. And then. Well. They can't find him, and the next day, fucking Izzy or what the Clarice is like, where the fuck is Ike? Running around looking for him. The cops, of course, finally shoot her, and yeah, and then the sheriff shoots her in front of the other cops. He's like, yeah, whatever, eh, justice. Yeah, the other cops are like, dude, you shot her, you kill her, so fuck yeah, her. She said something about my daughter. The <laughs> <laughs> daughter dies in a brutal fucking way in the uh, beginning of the film. Yeah. Falls in that hole and they drop a fucking car engine on top of her. Yeah. I suppose right. it's instant, though. I'd fucking hope so. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, one thing I thought was weird about that, the boyfriend finds her. Where'd they go? They just killed her and left her? And then the boyfriend uh, finds her and they call the cops? They all get caught? Like, hmm. Yeah, it is a little confusing the way they kill in this movie. Killing in the original, well, at least at least so it seemed, yeah. Like, killing in the original and especially in the remake, it was purely about eating. It was about... I mean, they they clearly got off on it and they were into it, but they were feeding the family. And now yeah. we have this kill, which you ain't eating that shit unless you're making chili. Uh, <laughs> and then there's the uh, the killing the other cop, the the deputy that was on their side, right, um, doing their dirty work. Yeah, they just feed him to the pigs. Like, oh, there goes all that wasted meat. What are they doing? Yeah, they they just have him kill to to kill in this one. Like, yeah, in the original, people came around their house. They knew who the fuck it was, so Leatherface was, like, fucking killing everybody. And 
and yeah, like the remake, you said they need food. So yeah, this one, it's just, eh, they were there. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the the opening scene is the only thing that feels kind of right. Kind of it captures mm. it actually feels like the vibe of uh, what the family did in the original. Because yeah. like I imagine they're gonna eat that dude, but they're kind of fucking with him first. And yeah, that makes sense to me. But the other killing in this movie is just like, why would you smash an entire body into pieces just because? Like, yeah, you're not eating that now. <laughs> so. I don't know. It's weird. It's also weird that Jackson, when we meet him, is a perfectly normal-ish, talking, well-spoken guy. Because when he's a kid, he's not that. Right? Like, Because when we see him, they want him to kill someone with a chainsaw. He can't do it. And I feel like at that point, he's old enough to have a memory of that. And also... When the, the sheriff's daughter and her boyfriend join down the road, they, they see something in the road, they swerve, and then they uh, go by it. And they think it's a cow. The daughter walks up to it, and it's fucking Jackson, the little kid version, with a cow's head on and, like, the skin right. of, like, the cow on his back. And he runs off, and it's like, why the fuck was he laying in the road? Why are you helping this child? He runs off, and she chases after him. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, like, what the whoa, fuck? <sighs> why would you do that? Like, this kid's wearing a fucking cow's head on his on his, on his head, and he was laying in the road, and he just ran off into the fucking bushes. God knows where he's going. Like, don't go after him. It's so, it felt so, like, forced to, like, get, just to have this happen. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, I want to help you. Oh, where are you going? Get back here. Yeah. Just call the authorities, man. Don't fall for the trap. Yeah, just, like, stop. Who gives a fuck? The kid needs help? Screw him. Like, (laughs) just, no. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it sounds like rambling, but yeah, the, the movie is, yeah, the the cleanness of it, it's way, it's, it's okay to have your TCM movie look a little rough or look bad because it should that it gives a tcm if they ever if they're gonna do another one of these man they just need to get somebody like ty west to direct them like nobody's captured what this like what that original feels like i feel like ty west has a good idea of how to make these 70s and 80s feeling movies and then you can combine that and capture the grit of the original too i think like that's what this needs this movie looks good it's clean it's polished uh, i think the characters and the casting is a bit of a mess but you can you can get past that if you just shoot it right and, and one have an actual story that makes sense too the whole jedediah thing and being in 10 years in the, the mental asylum or mental institute and it doesn't make sense how he becomes leatherface but whatever and he doesn't fit the look of leatherface either like i guess he gets fat and grows another foot <laughs> between between that time and when we see him. Oh, he's eating all those people down there. I guess he could thicken up a little bit. I mean, he's not that fat. <laughs> Gunnar Hansen wasn't that big. Uh, no, but he was like just big in general, like just a big guy, right? And then yeah, yeah. Jackson, it's like, why? I would. I, 
They're like, and I know what they would say. Oh, because you never ex- expect it. Well, that is what they're doing. I mean, they're relying on a twist here to kind of be like, oh, shit, you got me. But it's like, oh, shit, that doesn't make sense. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, you know what fucking drove me nuts? Mm. Uh, the you know, when they hide in that like corpse of that cattle corpse, I think it was a cattle. Yeah. Um, and to, to avoid the dogs. Yeah. Dude, how the fuck did all three of them fit in there? <laughs> Bud's ass couldn't get in there in general. All right. But you're telling me all three of them got in there and just were able to chill and get comfy. For, like, yeah. How? I was a very big cow. I was like, when when Lizzie climbs out, I'm like, all right, where are the other two? Do they hide somewhere else? And then here comes freaking Jackson. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. But what about Bud? He's got to be off somewhere. And then fucking Bud's big ass crawls out. I'm like, how the fuck? It was like watching a clown car. I was just going to say, it's a fucking clown car. <laughs> Who else is in there? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Out comes fucking Clarice and fucking Ike. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I somebody saw Star Wars and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we can do that with three people, one of which is fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to gut the damn thing first. It wasn't like it was it was still a relatively fresh corpse. I know maggots were eating it, but <laughs> hey, cut open a corpse like that and it's gonna be uh it's it's gonna have a bunch of meat in it and organs. Ugh. And so like, dude, they had to clean that whole goddamn thing out. They they clean that out. They clean the fucking bat. The they hollowed the neck out. <laughs> yeah, and, do, and, and, and the way the the way the sound design is at that scene before they go into the corpse, yeah. they it sounds like the dogs and the cops are like fucking fifty feet away. So they yeah. made quick work to get into that thing. Yeah, I no thought no logic was put into that. They're like, this yeah. will just be gross. Let's do that. Yeah, like, look, suspension of disbelief, fine, but it, it it happened the way it happened. I was like, honestly, I was completely fucking confused. It distracted the <laughs> shit out of me. I'm like, wait, wait, how did Bud get in there, dog? <laughs> I need an explanation. You know what? Fuck this movie's garbage. <laughs> I can't buy into this. Yeah, this movie also doesn't feel like it's time period at all. Mm-hmm. Like you see the cars, you're like, yeah, okay, the cars, but. It doesn't do a good job of feeling like uh, the 60s. Yeah, that's why you need someone like Ty West that can actually capture what that feels like. Like, this should have been shot on different lenses. It should have been on a different camera. Like, this looks like... I'm I'm guessing, but I'm I'm assuming this is shot in, like, an Ari or a red camera with modern-day, probably anamorphic or prime lenses. And it's... It looks... It looks nice. It does. But wrong pretty. fucking franchise, dude. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. You're, you you missed it. You missed the point. Do you know what would be cool to do for a TCM movie? And I don't even know if you could, if you can make this work. Uh, set in the time period, but do a found footage style TCM movie. So it's like, I guess, Super 8 or 35 millimeter. Well, that would be, it would, it'd be hard to make sense out of it. You'd have to do something like, you know, that oh, like behind the scenes uh, TCM remake thing where mm. it's like a cop doing like oh uh, yeah you'd have to do something more along those lines because shooting Super 8 I mean any film camera 
why would you keep rolling? Because you have to actually work to do that. <laughs> you have to, <laughs> you actually have to like put in effort to film with those things. If you made it modern day, you can, you know, kind of make sense out of it with yeah. phones and digital cameras and shit. It'd be cool though. I think that would, because then you you would get a lot of that grittiness with it. But and you could have like the killers use the cameras like uh, nubbins. Yeah, I, I think you could make something where it's like investigative journalists, if you do yeah. something like that, and have them go out of their way and try to sneak in and film this family, and um, that could be the start of it, and then they get caught, and then, yeah, like you said, you get the hitchhiker filming it, and it just keeps the film going from their perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could certainly do something like that. That'd be, that'd be a good twist to do on TCM. TCM needs something. I can't believe how this uh, this franchise is. Uh, even though there are sequels that we all like, there's it ain't good overall. Like in general, it's had a rough go. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Man, were they in try? Were they intentionally trying to get the guy that plays uh, Drayton? Were they intentionally trying to get a character or a, a cast member that looks like? Um, why am I zoning out his name? I'm trash. I hate myself. Dymo Alex. Yeah, what, what is God? He looks like uh, he looks like he does. What is wrong with me? <laughs> he looks dude. He's like, he almost looks un- like Harrelson. Some shots. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like. Uh, oh, my what God. is his fucking name? Why am I zoning out his name? He's so uh, famous. Oh, oh, he, um, fuck. I know who it is. I know who it is. It's fucking Rain Man. Uh, um, oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? This is going to drive me nuts. Um, I don't want to, it would take me two seconds to look it up, but I don't want to look it up. What is his name? Uh, fucking, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Well, that was not who I was going with, but I could see that. <laughs> uh, oh. No, <laughs> fuck, uh, dude, fuck. What is his name? <laughs> Why? Why is it for God's sake? Just give me the damn name, <laughs> dude. He's so unbelievably famous, uh, mm-hmm. dude. The guy, he's a, the guy in Next Generation. But what is his fucking name? Oh, uh, uh. Matthew McConaughey? Matthew fucking McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> he that guy looks a lot like Matthew McConaughey, and I feel like they were doing that on purpose. <laughs> I love that. That's nothing. Oh well, that's not who I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> See that? <laughs> yeah, no. He he does. Yeah, he looks like they were just trying, especially the way they have his hair slicked back and like his jawline's really similar to McConaughey. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Should have thrown in a couple. All right, all right, all right. Throw in a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, all they had to do was have him get an injury to his leg. Boom. Right. Yeah. There he is, and he can have all of his his universal remotes to. Yeah. <laughs> his fucking leg. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Leatherface TCM. Not a good TCM movie. Story makes. Very little sense. Uh, Leatherface, who ends up being Leatherface, uh, doesn't fit at all. Um, 
when is it yeah when it's not a tcm movie when it's doing its own thing it isn't bad isn't good but it isn't it's not awful but when it becomes tcm again it's it's, it's just rough. About, yeah so it's, it's a bad it's a really bad tcm movie and then everything else it does well like all the the other parts of the movie that aren't complete dog shit you're like i've seen a better version of this and it's because you have so you might yeah. as well go watch those movies. You might as well go watch Devil's Rejects. Your your Bonnie and Clyde's. There's some Stranger vibes in here. Uh, yeah, this there are better options. That's yeah. why it kind of gets shit on. Yeah, I mean it's kind of forgotten too. I don't even know a lot of people even remember this movie coming out. Yeah, it went under the radar a little bit. <laughs> It was straight to VOD, right? It was like straight to video. Yeah. Yeah, they had no faith in (laughs) theaters. Um, Yeah. The last... Was it the last three TCM movies? What? TCM 3D, Leatherface, and then uh, the new one. Yeah. Uh, They've all kind of been... Like, they come out and then they're just kind of forgotten. Like not TCM hasn't left an impact with a movie in a long time. Oh, they're just all bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can go back to even before that, right? I mean, the remake had its impact, but uh, even the prequel for that kind of eh. Like people kind of do love those two movies, the remake and the prequel. Yeah, that one. The the prequel just kind of goes under the radar a little bit too, and then before yeah. that, all of this, everything since TCM two has been kind of bad. Like. That nobody mm-hmm. talks about those movies. Even TCM two is probably not in the in terms of mainstream. Like your non, uh, your your casual horror fans, they're probably not really going to know it. Uh, no. <clears throat> and if they watched it, I don't know if they would enjoy it the same. Uh, maybe, but I mean, Chop Top's cool, but it's it's an extremely different tone. Yeah, um, that's one of those just cult classic movies. Uh. It it's it's well regarded for its own reasons, but it's very far off the original. Yeah. A much goofier Leatherface. <laughs> well, I actually Leatherface is my least favorite part of the movie. Everything else, I'm yeah. like, ah, okay, this is fun, but Leatherface is fucking ridiculous in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, that's Bill Johnson in the second one. Huh? I think Bill Johnson plays him in the second one. I think. Yeah, one of the British. dudes that played him is in the Hatchet movie, Hatchet sequel. Uh, uh, that's R.A. Yeah. Yeah, R.A. Uh, R.A. Milohoff. That's the third one. Right? Yeah. Bill Johnson plays him in the second one. I'm uh, pretty sure. I had uh, breakfast uh, with Bill Johnson once. Nice. He, he was at a, at a horror... Well, not really with him. We were just kind of like next to him. And then we talked to him because he was there. Because <laughs> he's all by <laughs> He was all by himself, and it was like all these people around him don't even realize it was him. Oh. Hey, hey, little fella. <laughs> little fella. <laughs> Stand up. None of you people know who he is. Yeah. We had a few encounters like that. It's like, do you guys not realize who's standing next to you right now? Yeah. Do you not know? Did just shake them and act all crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the TCM movies have uh, TCM series like the the uh, franchise, I guess. 
Yeah. Rough, rough go of it. I don't know if we'll ever see. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever see it get like back up to the golden days of it, I guess. The, the thing is about the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it came out at a time where America was at like its darkest. And we're yeah. talking just right after Nam, uh, the economy's dog shit. It's a very dark time in America. And that's why the 70s horror is so gritty and so real. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the pinnacles of that time. And... You, you know, the next sequel for the franchise comes 12 years later in 1986. And yeah, a completely different era, completely different tones of movies where horror is becoming more fun. It's slashers. It's Freddy Krueger's. It's it's way fucking different. Yeah. So the tone of TCM2 is is a reflection of that. And then you go into the rest of the sequels and they're kind of doing the same thing. And it's. You're never going to capture the grit of that movie again. Yeah, which is, I think, a good why I like the remake. Because they did go in their own direction. Um, yeah. But they were still brutal. But they were brutal in their own own different way. And they still well, they, caught the family in the right way. Like They still had a family yeah. that it's not just about Leatherface. Like Thomas, or having Sheriff Hewitt is so like it's such a pinnacle part of that movie it's extremely yeah. important for that movie to work it's not just leatherface so yeah which is something that the latest sequel i think was missing like i really missed the family yeah uh in that um along with didn't really like superhuman leatherface <laughs> yeah. But, yeah yeah but, but yeah it, he needs the family don't make leatherface bigger than the family like he he needs uh, you need that that there. I was surprised it's been so hard to make a good sequel to this damn in this franchise. Yeah, like, it's... it's not a hard selling concept to begin with. Like, make it dark, make it brutal, make it, you know, it's scary, gritty. It, it's one of those. It, this is why they should just stop touching it, because it's one of those movies where there's not really much else to say no. like there's this is simply a family who is certainly fucked up and creepy and they kidnap people and they kill people and they eat people uh but that's it i mean it's a linear story and that's it uh, they just keep doing that over and over again at their property you can't you can't make a story that leaves that property without making any fucking sense yeah uh so you're just going to get the same shit over and over again. And nobody wants that. And to evolve it in any way, you start fucking up that original story. So it's like, just leave it alone. It should just kind of chill by itself. Uh, Cause there's not really more story to tell. Yeah. I mean, the girl got away at the end and another face is left swinging his chainsaw on the road. Done. Yeah. And then they're, they're dead. I mean, Hitchhiker just got wrecked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, see you. you know, that part of the story is over. And yeah, it's just there's just not much else to say without just going into backstory over and over again, which you've done fucking 20 times and nobody cares because that's not what made it special. You don't even know their names, bro. You have Leatherface, the cook, the hitchhiker. Yeah, we don't even know their names. We don't need the backstory. We don't need it. That's not what made it special. 
So fuck no, that. You don't want to know how Leatherface like came to be. Like it doesn't matter. Look at him. He's like scary and interesting all his own. He acts like an animal. Like yeah, the more like he... the more you understand them, the less scary it is. Um just the idea that anybody uh, you know out in the middle of nowhere, Texas, that there could be some creepy family waiting to fuck you up. That's scary. Mm. It could be anybody. Um Yeah, so and it's scary yeah. that like the cook blends in with people you know he has a gas station he can act human or like normal yeah and then you see what people are like at home behind closed doors and that's what these people are like and the only idea for a sequel that there ever was is done in the opening of tcm 3d right yeah which is the only good thing in the movie yeah (laughs) it's the only good part of that movie but that's it that's your sequel right there done yeah, maybe there's a story to tell if like maybe Leatherface gets captured and then we follow the family trying to get him out of jail or something like that. Like I you just to take you have to take them off the property somehow, and I don't know how you do that without taking away from what is already established in the franchise. So, eh. Yeah. It's a perfect standalone movie. It ends in a perfect way. It's just eh, not much else you can really fucking do. <laughs> How do you do with such a simple story? This is where Rob Zombie struggles. It's like, bro, we, you've done it. You've done the same fucking thing thirty goddamn times. We we get it. We get it. <laughs> he really has, man. I've never seen anybody that can only write one singular way. Like the dude, that dude can't can't write dialogue. He can't write characters without them being redneck white trash. And once you try to evolve past the story you created, that is so simple. It's very linear and it's a very simplistic story. Once you try to evolve past it, you get shit like Halloween too, where it's like, I had to make ridiculous decisions just to make sense out of this fucking thing. So yeah, yeah, that's where TCM is going to be. You're going to have to make ridiculous decisions to try to evolve it. And no one's going to end up liking it unless you get lucky. (laughs) Yeah. like, Like the remake, like you get, they got lucky that they put out a movie that they're like, Damn, this is good. Like, it, well, they did and, a and it's a remake. It's a retelling. Yeah, it's a, it's a similar retelling of, a, of an already established story. If you want to say the same fucking thing over and over again, you could do that. But it's once you try to expand beyond that, it's where everyone's struggling so much. Yeah, which is what basically TCM. I mean, TCM two did say like, oh, they left the farmhouse and now they're at this abandoned park and okay, but the cook is out there in the public doing this and they knew this was his property. (laughs) He's fine. They out there winning those uh, chili cook-offs, man, but it still ends up being the same thing. And like TCM three and four are certainly the same story. Um, and yeah, it kept getting more and more and more and more and more ridiculous. The tone kept changing. And like any time they try to do a sequel or a prequel that ties to that original film, it never works. Yeah. It, it doesn't match. No one took a look at the original film before making Leatherface. No one did. They knew the basics of the film. They knew the characters. Like the they knew, like oh yeah, there's a cook, there's a hitchhiker, and then there's Leatherface in a farmhouse. But nobody, they didn't sit down and watch that movie precisely, frame by frame scene by scene to really uh nail it so yeah that was uh leatherface um yeah we we just need to 
just need to stop uh, with TCM, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, guys, that I think we're uh, going to wrap this one up here today. Yes, sir. Say one, say one. If you haven't already followed us over on Twitter, please do at Rabbit Red Pod. You can leave suggestions over there. And uh, I guess that's pretty much it. Huh? So until next week, remember that everyone's entitled to one good podcast. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creating. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. <laughs>